Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you what the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Sparky's Midday Madness here on the fan live from the Lakeland University Studios. The leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Robbie Magloff, the Robbie Show comes up here at 3 o'clock. Him and Sam Schmitz. Looking forward to hearing what Rami has on the docket today. I'm sure Rami uh, will have some good Leroy Butler stories uh, as well uh, when he joins the show uh, in just a little bit. Or has his show, I should say, uh, coming up at 3 o'clock. Going to let you uh, hear Gary Ellerson. If you missed Gary Ellerson earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show, he uh, joined us from California to start the second hour of the show. We'll let you hear that coming up in about a half hour or so. But I, I wanted to switch gears off of Leroy for like 30 minutes. Okay, give me. Can I have 30 minutes just to switch off of Leroy? Because I had Leroy on earlier. Um, I asked him, oh, how does it feel? Uh, you know, living out of the dream and being all of fame, and he wanted to talk bucks. Okay. So... I'm going to talk Bucks here. So last night, well, rewind. Go back to yesterday during Madness. During Sparky's Midday Madness, the trade deadline came and passed, right? Two o'clock yesterday. And we talked uh, about the DiVincenzo trade, four-team trade, you get Serge Ibaka back, uh, the whole deal. And that was uh, obviously a pretty big deal. Then... Eric Name uh, posts to The Athletic a story on Serge Ibaka as well. And for those of you that don't subscribe to The Athletic, um, I get it, right? Can't afford it, whatever the case may be. Uh, But if you can, you ought to. Because, again, there's just so much good stuff on here. I mean, regardless of who you want to talk about. You want to talk about Will Simon, uh, the Brewers, Matt Schneidman with the Packers, Eric Name with the Bucks. They do such a great job, not to mention all the national writers uh, that you get access uh, to as well. So either way. Okay. So remember back to DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. And I, big market DeMarcus Cousins fan, not happy when they decided to part ways. And the way it was kind of laid out was, was, well, defensively, you know, he's not the rim protector. Uh, not great defensively, but then also in all of that was how it would affect their salary numbers if they would have signed them to a rest of the season deal at that point, how it would affect their their overall number of what they would have to pay. So I was like, mm, money. Okay, fine. So away we go. And now you get Greg Monroe, 10-day contract. That doesn't really affect anything. Fine. 
So after that trade happens, yesterday, I go and I, I read Eric's piece, Eric Name's piece, on the Serge Ibaka trade. And if you didn't see this, let me read to you a portion of this. Because so many people uh, get mad and have been mad at Mark Lazary and Wesley Edens uh, and the ownership group for not bringing back P.J. Tucker because they didn't want to go further into the luxury tax and have to pay even more money. So people are calling them cheapskates. You finally win a championship, and now you can't, retake, can't put this team together. What are you doing? People were mad because in their minds, and I get it, it looked like they were just, you know, quote-unquote, being cheap. Again, not your money. They work within a budget. You have to remember that as well. They're not trying to lose money on this deal. So that's kind of how this whole thing goes. So the Eric name piece on the Baca trade. Now remember, they moved Ojale and they moved Hood. They went to the Clippers. So that was two players. They moved DiVincenzo. He went to the Kings. They got back a couple of seconds, got back some money, got back a Baca at the end of the day. So they moved three players off the roster and got one back. So they freed up two roster spots. Now, having said all of that, here's what Eric writes. Despite moving three players in the deal, the Bucks also added more than $3 million to their salary cap figure, which ultimately will increase the luxury tax bill more than $8.5 million to roughly $54.8 million. So to put this into perspective for you, right? Say your payroll, and I don't have their payroll in front of you, but say their payroll is $90 million, right? Or $100 million, whatever it is. So that's what you're paying your players, right? That's all their money that they're getting. Now, take that number and then add on another $54.8 million that you have to pay uh, to the league in the luxury tax money on top of that. So getting Serge Ibaka is going to cost them not only his salary, but also an additional $8.5 million as well. By simply getting Serge Ibaka. They must really like Serge Ibaka if they're willing to pay his salary plus another $8.5 million. So, read that. I was like, oh, bring that up on the show tomorrow and fine. Then we do the show last night and Leroy gets in. It's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And now I've got to do the show uh, and do that whole thing, and that was a lot of fun. enjoyed every minute of it. I did not look up at any moment in time um, to turn on the Bucs Suns game. Never crossed my mind. Was completely immersed in what was going on with Leroy. Never even looked up to see the Aaron Rodgers celebration or the Aaron Rodgers acceptance speech either. I had to listen to that after the show. Forgot all about it. So that's where my head was. Okay. So now I get off the air. I'm done. I leave. Turn on the Bucks. It's already in post game, and then I hear uh, Dave Kane, uh, the play by play guy, talk about uh, DiVincenzo being hurt. Uh, and uh, yes, they lost, but the bigger story is not DiVincenzo, Pat Connaughton, but Pat Connaughton being hurt. I'm going. Oh, you got to be kidding me! What do you mean he's hurt? So then it's uh, whatever, whatever metatar- uh, metatarsal, whatever it's called. Essentially, he hurt his hand, his shooting hand. Then you find out that he hurt his shooting hand on a play in which Paul was fouled and went to the line for two free throws on top of everything else. So now I'm driving in my car, driving home, do to do. I'm listening to this. And I'm thinking to myself, you just traded Dante DiVincenzo, literally, just a few hours ago, for a big. So now, Connaughton, Jordan Wara, who has got an inconsistent playing time and has been inconsistent, Wesley Matthews, the vet, who hasn't been good offensively, that really hadn't been. Um, so now that's what you're essentially you're left with. And then Liggington, of course. But for me, as I'm driving and I'm thinking about this, Mike, this isn't end of the world. It's not necessarily end of the world stuff, is it? 
So I was like, okay. Then I read Eric Name's piece. Later, at this point, it was, I don't know, 1.30 in the morning, quarter to two in the morning, whatever it was. And Eric goes on and on. Now, I'll, I'll read you a, a bit of this. Eric goes on and on about Connaughton's um, importance to this team. And this is what he writes. Connaughton has been massive for the Bucks this season. No matter what the team has asked of him, he has delivered. Connaughton has defended bigger players many nights and stepped into the starting lineup when the Bucs have needed him. He's been able to stay on the floor defensively in unusual lineups, fill different roles, and still manage, put together a career-best three-point shooting season, 41.3% uh, of his 5.7 three-point attempts per game. I don't know, ah, we're good, we're fine, no big deal. It's probably Connaughton, what's the big deal? Then I read that, and now I'm back to... Okay, maybe this is a bigger deal than I thought. So the question is simple. How do you think this impacts the Bucs now going forward? Because based on everything we see, this feels like, now he's got to go see a doctor still and all this other stuff, but it feels like four to six weeks, maybe, somewhere in that area, if you compare it to others. Um, so four to six weeks, that puts you playoff time, middle April, right in that area of where he'll be coming back right as the playoffs were to begin. Now, you shouldn't necessarily need him in the first round of the playoffs, uh, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal to be able to get his sea legs uh, in there. So it's not going to be an end of the season. He's never coming back. It's all done. We think uh, that it, that is not how this is going to play out. Now, we won't know more until we hear more from the doctor, but how much do you think the Pat Connaughton uh, injury uh, to his broken finger uh on his shooting end, will impact the Bucs and him being out for so long. And we can talk about it from different angles. We can talk about it from on the floor. We can talk about it from the buyout market angle. We can talk about it from possible guys you'd want to see brought up from the G League to play if your knowledge on the G League is really good about the Wisconsin herd. All of those kind of things kind of play into this. So dial it up now, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us. At 1250 AM, the fan. Give a little love here uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks on, I don't know if we're officially deeming it Leroy Butler Day here uh, on the fan, but uh, that's pretty much what it feels like on Leroy Butler Day. But again, how much of an impact do you think uh, this is for the Bucks losing Pat Connaughton uh, for what seemingly is going to be quite a while? It was just one of these spontaneous things. And he sets a screen up and it's knocked down at the 38 yard line. fumble. And I just don't understand what made Reggie do it. Do the Packers have the ball? Apparently they do. Because he was almost falling. He was almost out of bounds. He ladders it. And I'm running down that sideline. I, I wasn't thinking about nothing but it being excited. My first ever touchdown. It is a touchdown for Leroy Butler. And just spontaneously, I said, I'm going to jump. Again, to this day, I don't know what made me do it. Was that a big play or not? Was that a big one? You're not kidding there. The greatest moment of your life. On behalf of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You'll never forget it. It's my privilege to welcome you to Canton, Ohio. I want to thank you for all you've done for the game. For all you're going to do for the game. They can never take it away. This is going to be the beginning of your journey, not the end of your football career. And this is what it's all about. The final score. Here at Super Bowl 31 is the Green Bay Packers 35, the New England Patriots 21. This is Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Finally. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, my two kids go to school early, uh, Sierra and little Leroy. It was a normal day, uh, picking them up, taking them to school. I hear a knock on the door, but they didn't ring the doorbell. It was like a... And I saw Charles Woodson. I said, why is Woodson? It still didn't register to me. Open the door. And that's when I saw the gold jacket, about 50 cameras. I said, hey, if this is a joke, it's a bad joke, don't play with me. I've been waiting all my life for this. Don't play with me. And the emotion hit me. He said, Roy Lee, welcome to the Hall of Fame. From Robert E. Lee High School to Florida State University. 
to the Green Bay Packers to Canton, Ohio. Congrats to Packers safety and the fans' very own Leroy Butler on making the Pro Football Hall of Fame. From Packers fans across Wisconsin, this is 12.50 a.m. The Fan. How cool is that? I, I just love it. That's my favorite thing I think we've ever aired on the radio station. So, so very cool. Congratulations again to Leroy Butler, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Talking right now about the Milwaukee Bucks, Pat Connaughton, Broken Finger. How do you think this is going to impact your Milwaukee Bucks? They just traded DiVincenzo, and now Pat Connaughton is out as well. Dial it up, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Uh, let's go to Nate, north side of Milwaukee. You are next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Nate? What's good, Sparky? Um, I think um, with Dante being traded and Pat going down with this injury, I think it's a real good time for for Bud and um, to give uh, Laura a little bit more rope and a little bit more playing time. Um, with, it feels like with Laura, Bud has a short leash on him, and when he when he's not really Getting, not really having it going, it seems like Bud is very impatient as far as letting him go out there and try to work it out. Um, well, it's all about defense like- for Bud. I mean, you, you've you got to know where you're supposed to be defensively, be in the right position and so forth. And again, to me, I guess the differing in opinion that I have is I don't really care. Like during the regular season, like you said, let him work it out. Let him figure it out. Watch film. Do what you got to do. Let him gain his experience. These games don't mean really much more than a hill of beans at this point. So let him get his let him get his run. Now the problem is now you're about what a month and a half out from the season being over, and now you start want to you really want to start playing better come March uh, and get on that roll. Now they had been playing great on this road trip up until last night. Uh, so, again, if he had been getting consistent minutes and getting run, he probably would be in a better situation than he is now. Yeah, and I agree with you on that. This is the regular season. Um, when some of, some of these like and, like, games against opponents that you know you're up, up big in the fourth, you need to let these guys get in, like Sandro and Noir, and get some run in. So when when stuff comes to, down to this, they know. Because I feel like with Dante, Bud gave him a, a very long leash. Um, not that I don't like Dante, but he gave him a very long leash even when Dante wasn't shooting well. Um, I feel like if he gives the same to Laura, Laura could be a valuable valuable piece for them going into the playoffs and in the playoffs as far as because when, when he gets hot shooting, he's hot. He's proven that time and time again. He can he, score. He can get a rhythm going. Yep. He can he can he can light it up. Sure. And his defense has improved from what I've seen. So I just he just needs a, he just needs a shot. And I feel like this is his shot um with these two guys out. Yeah, and that's it. W- will he get that shot now and let him get some run? Thanks for the call. I, I agree. I, I think and to be honest with you, there's a small part of me. A small part of me. That was kind of hoping he got traded, to be honest with you. Because I kind of would like to see what he would do if he was given 30 minutes a night. I'm just curious. Like if you gave Jordan Moore 30 minutes a night and said, go play. Don't worry about anything. Go play. And you're just going to play the rest of the year out. And the Kings, that's not exactly a, a, a typical situation there because you've already got De'Aaron Fox uh, and you've already got, uh, oh, what's the point guard? Mitchell. Um, Damian Mitchell. So you've already got both of them. So... The next guard, and they just got Holiday on top of it. The the other guard now going to be DiVincenzo. I'm not sure how much run he'll actually get with Sacramento. I, I would assume some. Uh, so I'm not sure how much run uh, Jordan War would have got there either way. But uh, that's what I'd like to see. Even if it's a bad team, I don't. Doesn't really matter to me. I just want to see what he looks like if you gave him a run. How much could he average? What would his numbers and his his rebound and assist numbers and all that stuff look? It, to me, it's kind of similar back to Christian Wood when he was with the Bucks. I remember having Eric name on the show. I mean, like, dude, this dude. And I remember Eric being like, oh, come on, man. I mean, 
let, let's not overreact. Maybe you're maybe you know you're getting a little too excited. Let's not overreact. Christian Wood's a damn good ball player now. Once he was able to go show what he could do when given minutes consistently. I kind of feel like Christian Wara, or not Christian Wara, ay, 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 Jordan Wara might be that same type of player if he's ever given a chance to get that consistent run, which he's definitely not getting uh, in Milwaukee. Kavika in Maui. I'm listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Kavika, what's up, my friend? Hello, guys. How you doing today? Good, man. Leroy Butler made the Hall of Fame last night. Aren't you doing good? Were yeah. you shooting off fireworks That's in Maui? Awesome, man. I'm so happy for yeah. him. I figure, you know, eventually he'd, he'd get there. But I don't know. I think now you guys are going to lose him. I mean, his whole life is going to change, right? No. No. No? No. Okay. He didn't listen to All the big right. show? He already came on, so he'll be back at work next week. Okay. No, I mean, no. well, everything starts, everything doubles now. What doubles? But... His his cash flow. How? I mean, he's see. Well, I mean, his speaking engagements, his time. So this is my um, thing. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, he has no time already, so that's not an issue. He has no time to give to anybody else. To be honest with you, at this point, he's always doing something. So that's one. Two. Yeah. I mean, he could charge more for autograph signings now if he goes to card shows or whatever else. Yeah. So he can definitely charge more for that without question. I want him, and I don't know what he's doing. I'd like to see him do a Hall of Fame leap vodka now. Maybe a different flavor, something like that, with a Hall of Fame wrap on it. So he can make some additional money there because everybody will want to buy the other bottle if they've got the first one uh, to begin with. So that makes sense. So, yeah, there's ways to make more money, obviously. But Leroy, the person, that dude ain't changing. No, he's a great guy. I mean, worst-case scenario, he'll he'll be a guest on your show now and then. You need to stop. He ain't going anywhere, man. He's staying. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right, go. But in regards to to Pat, I mean that's a big loss. Uh, brings a lot of energy to the floor. He's really shooting the ball, um, so that's that's kind of a bummer. But you know, I I just go back to PJ Tucker, and I mean, you know, losing him, they lose their identity on defense. He was such a dog, and then you give my Miami that much more firepower. I mean, they're going to be there at the end. I mean, I'm no basketball expert, but it just seems like the Bucks are. Are, are missing something. I don't know if it's a sense of urgency because they got their ring. Dude, they they averaged over 130 points the first three games of this West Coast trip, Kavika. Over yeah, 130 yeah, but, per game. They were killing guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, they, God, they got waxed last yeah. night. But, I mean, I know that happens. I know yeah. it's only the regular season. And the Suns clearly wanted it. There's a video going oh, yeah. around of the Suns team talking about being dogs. That goes back to... Last year, when they, the the Bucks were P.J. Tucker, were dogs and all this, JaVel McGee, whatever you think of JaVel McGee, uh, leading the whole dogs thing or whatever else. And I wanted to, and I didn't, I held, I, I was able to maintain, I wanted to quote tweet the video sent out by the Suns and say, well, that might be, but y'all were a bunch of poodles last year in the finals. But I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm growing older. I'm being more mature. I'm not firing back at people like that. Uh, they definitely wanted it more. And that was a much bigger yeah, game to the Suns probably- than it was the Bucks. They probably had this game circled on their schedule from the from the end of last year, so I understand. But uh, okay, guys, take care, Kavika. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. You betcha. I mean, that game definitely went more to Phoenix. We've been on the other end of it as Bucks fans, right? You get beat by Miami in the playoffs. The next year, you see Miami. Man, it's payback time. Here we come. Meanwhile, that Heat team is like, whatever. Sure, you beat us in the regular season. Congratulations. When it really mattered was when you saw him in the postseason. That's when you wanted to finish him, and they did. Now that Heat team, I guarantee you, is looking their chops to get back at this Bucks team come playoff time if they get that lined up again, and that is why uh, you have quite a few people that are concerned. A guy promised over at Hot 105.7, uh, him and I were talking in the hallway yesterday, and that's his team that he looks at and goes, Miami's my team. That's that's a team that concerns me. Always have had problems with Miami. Always had problems with Spolstra. Uh, he does mornings on Hot 105.7 on Who Promises. Uh, very cool dude. Huge sports knowledge. And so we were going back and forth about that uh, yesterday. Uh, this segment on Sparky's Midday Man is brought to you by Jim Dandies. My guy Charlie and the crew are at South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Watch all your favorite teams at Jim Dandies while enjoying awesome food and friendly vibes. It's all happening right now at Jim Dandies, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Uh, make sure to check them out for certain. 
Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. See Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Uh, reading some tweets for you as well. Martinez uh, tweets at Sparky Radio. This is a very big deal, that being the Pat Connaughton injury. His shooting kept us in games, but now it forces John Horst to sign someone quickly in the buyout market. My order would be one Dragic. Now, again, it feels like, it sounds like he's going to go to Dallas once he's bought out. So we'll see because him and Luca, I think, are both from Sylvania or whatever. So it feels like that's what that's going to be. And apparently he's bitter about the Bucks or whatever. Who knows? That would be my number one choice, too, would be Dragic, however. Uh, two, Gary Harris. Yes. 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 Gary Harris, yes. Uh, if that get buyout happens, uh, uh, then yes, I would be on the Gary Harris. Uh, three, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, not a Dennis Schroeder guy. Talked about that uh, yesterday. Um, so he would definitely not be one of my top guys that I would look at necessarily. Uh, Spot track uh, put this out uh, earlier today about possible guys that could get bought out. John Wall is one guy they think might possibly get bought out. Yes, I'd be interested in John Wall uh, if he would be interested in backing up Drew Holiday. Yes, that would be fun. I would get down with that. Uh, Ken Bazemore is another guy. He's been around a while. I believe he's familiar with Boonholzer because I believe, I think, memory serves correct, Boonholzer is the one that gave him all that money in Atlanta. Um, So that would uh, make sense, obviously, uh, as well. Bledsoe is another guy that people uh, are excited about, uh, possibly coming back to Milwaukee to be a backup because no pressure. Don't got to be the guy. Don't got to be the guy in crunch time in the playoffs. You'll be watching Drew Holiday do his thing. You won't have to be out there. So maybe Bledsoe makes sense. Uh, another guy Spot Track puts out there, Jeremy Lamb, the Sacramento, just got traded to Sacramento. He played already for him uh, in their first game. Jeremy Lamb would make sense. A guy that can shoot the ball, stroke it from outside a little bit. That makes sense too. So there are definitely uh, plenty of dudes out there potentially on the buyout market. If these guys all hit the market, you'd have to think, have to think that the Bucs will be able to get a couple guys here. I mean, they they might be in a position, they might be able to get a backup point guard and a backup uh, shooting guard uh, at this point to go along with uh, adding Serge Ibaka. That that would be phenomenal. So we'll see uh, how that whole thing uh, plays out going forward. Now, coming up next, I want to get back to uh, the celebration of Leroy Butler because I said I was only going to do it for a half hour and then get back to Leroy because it's, you know, we haven't officially deemed it Leroy Butler uh, Day on the Wendy's Big Show necessarily. But let's face facts. Bart talked about Leroy all day today, making the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We talked on the Wendy's Big Show majority of the day. I would assume Rami will probably do something similar. So we'll get back to talking about Leroy uh, with Gary Ellerson coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Are you looking for a gig? How about being a dispatcher over at Young Express? You don't need any any experience? No, they'll train you right there. I'm talking about looking for maybe a new career. Maybe go work for a company that's been in business for 31 years. Company has been a part of Inc. Magazine's America's fastest growing companies on that list they make every year. Several years they've been on that list. Now, this is what you need to do. They have to be able to multitask in a fast-paced environment. Good communication skills. Computer literate. Everybody should be at this point. Overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. Now, if Young Express brings you on to be their dispatcher, competitive hourly wage. Paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match, health plan. Plus, you can apply at youngexpress.com today. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler. 22-2022 inductee. How cool is that? Just really amazing. It really, really is uh, truly amazing that we can now officially say Leroy Butler going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. No more having to ask writers about why he's not in. No more having to complain on the air about him not being in. No more of you having to call in and complain to us about him not being in. No more of you having to call and say, I hope you get in one day, Leroy. All of that is done. Now when Leroy's on the air, and he'll be back uh, on the air next week, I believe, here on the Wendy's Big Show. That's what he said earlier today when we had him on. Uh, When he's on, now it'll be, hey, congratulations, Leroy. Good job, man. Have you in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Hey, Leroy, I'm going to Canton. I'll see you there at the end of summer. Got my tickets. We're going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So. All good stuff. All very, very good stuff. Uh, so make sure to take uh, take notice and just be like, dude, this is cool. Oh, for so long, Jerry Kramer couldn't get in. And finally got Jerry Kramer in. That was a big deal, I think, to all Packers fans, including myself. His daughter worked so hard uh, for so long, peppering media, peppering everybody she could find to try and get her dad into the Hall of Fame. And eventually he broke through and got in. Uh, thanks to the Veterans Committee. And thankfully, we did not have to wait to the Veterans Committee to get Leroy Butler in. So very, very excited uh, for Leroy for sure. All right. Gary Ellerson joined me earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. And uh, we discussed this whole deal about uh, Leroy Butler getting in. And, you know, Gary, you know, in his emotions on this whole deal, because he's been along this ride for several years uh, as well, and now realizing that it's happening. He's, he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, really, I, I think, um, God, I, there's a lot, and I just can't pinpoint and put my finger on it. Just, and for me, it's it's one of those things. I just wish his mother were were alive to see this. Me too. I mean, it's because it's it's a it's a it's a family award. Um, it's something because guys like Leroy or myself. You just really don't get to that level. Now, Leroy's at another level than myself, but still, you just don't get to that level without someone in your corner that believes in you. And then that can mold you, that can console you, that really can be your counsel on how to go about navigating this whole thing. And you know what? 16 years it took for Leroy to, to get in. And his mom was with him every step of the way to try to guide him and to do the right things. And and obviously, because this could be frustrating, and to say the right things to the right people and not getting frustrated about. So most certainly his wife, Genesis, and his daughters and his son, they're most certainly happy for him too. But, you know, if you just thought, if you just think from ground zero, you know, his mother from day one, 
Um, I'm w- wishing that she was here, but that that was the first thing that went to my mind. And then the next thing was really um, just how long of a journey it really been because we well he's been with us now for about ten years. Yep. And I can remember first uh, really getting to Nolaroy where the golf tournament. And I go, and the dude, you know how he talks. He talks all the time. And he's he's got the gift of gab. He's got all these one-liners. I go, man, you are you doing any radio? Are you doing any TV? Are you doing anything like that? He goes, no. I said, won't you come on the show with us? Come over. You need to just come and do it. And you know how that started, Steve. You were there with us yep. day one. I think it was, what, one day a week, maybe two days a week or something like that. Yep. And then we go and... Well, I said, you got to go talk to Alan Kirschbaum, who was, what was Alan General manager. He was our general manager. I said, you talk to Alan. Y'all, y'all figure that out. I don't know numbers. Figure that out. They'll compensate you. And then our show and our relationship, yours and mine, with Leroy, just kind of took off and grew from there. And what we know today is Leroy is really the same person then that he is today. It's funny because... Um, I go back even further than that with Leroy, uh, back to, uh, I guess the early two thousands when I produced another radio show. Um, and the, I want to say the very first time we were on the air together, he and I got into an argument, imagine that, uh, uh, about Jamal Reynolds and how bad he was. And Leroy tried to defend him as best he could back then. So I, I've known him for, uh, quite a while too. Uh, and I, I say this all the time that. You know, when we're on the radio, I'm not looking at Leroy going, oh, my God. You know, there's the inventor of the Lambeau Leap. There's a Packer Hall of Famer. Just like I'm not going to look at Leroy and go, oh, my God, a pro football Hall of Famer. I better not pipe up at Leroy anymore. Like, he's a friend, just like you're a friend. And I think that's kind of what makes the show what it is because it's three dudes that are all friends that all care about each other. Right. Uh, And that's that's what makes the the show fun. But to me, in in a weird way, this is going to sound really morbid and depressing. Mm -hmm. It, it almost feels like doing that show last night and doing the show today, it almost feels like I'm talking about somebody that, that like is dead or passed away <laughs> because everybody is calling up and that's what I want is with their stories. I mean, yeah. somebody called up um, this that's morning funny. in Milwaukee talking about, I think it was um, a father daughter dance or something like that. Yeah. And they emailed Leroy ahead of time and said, Hey, you know, if there's any chance you could possibly stop by. It would mean a ton, da, 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 da. And, when lo and behold, there's Leroy just pops up, uh, you know, at the the middle school or whatever it was, uh, to this father daughter dance or whatever else, and hung out there and signed autographs and did the whole right. thing. And when I mean, right. you hear all of these stories that he doesn't talk about on the air, and nor will he no. ever talk about on no. the air, and you just shake your head and you're like, dude, this, no. And I think I don't know if it was you. Somebody last night said Hall of Fame football player, but a Hall of Fame person as well. And, and I think yeah. that just says it all. No, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I say, you know, and I think I said this before, you think about the Green Bay Packers and the history of the Packers and what they mean, you know, to the state and all the players in that. Um, and, you know, for his name to now finally get up there, because, you you know, they don't just put you, anybody's name up in the, up, the Foucault, up, up there at Lambeau Field. You just, you, you got to right. be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're not just... So now his name gets to go up there with a lot of legendary uh, Green Bay Packers. They're in the Hall of Fame before him, and he most certainly deserve it. But here's one caveat to all that. I mean, you can go around and look at those players that are already up there. There's probably, Stephen, I may have to go look at it. There's probably on a, only a hand few of those players who played their whole entire career in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Special. That's true. and you're not going to see it anymore. No, I mean, Brady even left New England. I mean, that no, it's just not going to be a thing. And Rodgers no. now, we don't know if he's going to be here. His whole career, if he's going to leave, right. Brett obviously that whole way that whole thing ended. Uh, Reggie Whitey played on three teams, right? right? Philadelphia, Carolina, right. and the Packers. So right. yeah, that's what makes it a, a a even more unique and cool story. So now, what is it like for you being out there with him? Because I was talking to him earlier when he called in. He said he's got to do Radio Row. Then apparently they're going to Disneyland at some point this weekend, yeah. uh, which I'm very jealous about. Uh, so what now for you? How much do you actually get to see him now going forward uh, between well, now and not, the game on Sunday? Not much. I'm just a support guy if you need anything. <laughs> nice. Because he's all over the place, right? He's all over the place. Um, I have different events that I'm attending uh, as well. So tonight um, – 
the legends of the NFL are having an event uh, tonight that uh, Jen and I are going to attend. And you were at the Franco and, Harris Immaculate right. Reception party last so night, right? So last night was the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception with Franco Harris. And the event was put on by Franco and Lydell Mitchell. And I'm aging myself. I'm sure you know who these guys yes, are. Yes, absolutely. And then tonight, the interviewed NFL Franco has their before, I feel like. Did you really? Yes, I have. Lydell Mitchell, now. Franco, yes. Yes. Uh, I, I have to tell you this. And I think, and I. So. We I, first come in, we go in, Jen and I, and then we go to the back room. And in this back room is Re- Reggie uh, Jackson sitting there. I got sign autographs. And I know you've oh, got a history here. I oh know. Oh right? boy, do I. Steve, mm. I have this guy is so just confident and just so full of himself. It's just, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I walk in, I look at him, and I go, so, you're the straw that stirs the drink, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is. That's the dude. That man, <laughs> nobody knows what Gary's talking about. I, let me just tell, tell you this, that years ago, when this radio station started in Milwaukee, um, I produced uh, the original afternoon <clears throat> show for a guy named Peter Brown, who's done national radio for 100 years, uh, and so forth. And so he was our first afternoon show host in Milwaukee. And uh, had all these numbers of different guys we could get. And I was just always giving carte blanche of go ahead, get whoever you think you can get and don't be afraid and no problem. So there was a whole big thing going on with the Yankees and Giambi. Remember the steroids and all that stuff going on. So I was like, I'm going to call Reggie Jackson. So I called Reggie Jackson. He answered. And what happened after that was uh, a lot of swearing. Um, from him yelling at me saying, you know, I can't talk about the Yankees and blah, 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 blah. And going yes. off on me. And yes. I had had about my fill because I'm not as calm. I mean, I was a lot more ready to yell and scream and fight people back then than I am now because I've, yeah. I've grown and matured. But back then, I didn't care who you were. You're not going to do that. So I then started yelling and swearing back at Reggie Jackson. And yeah. we were going at it. And by the time the phone conversation got done, he was telling me to settle down and apologizing for getting me all fired up. Uh, and the whole conversation, I hung up the phone. I was literally like shaking. I was so mad. And our promotions director uh, was across the hall. He thought I was talking to one of our friends, Reggie. He's like, dude, what are you so mad at him about? And I was like, no, dude, that was Reggie Jackson. He's like, get out of here. I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not getting out of here. That's who it was. And then a few months later, I want to say, like his brake lines failed on his car or something like that. And he got into an accident or something like that. And ended up in the hospital or whatever the case may be. And then after that, the next few months after that, he became a new Reggie, right? Like, oh, more humble and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And, no. you know, I almost died and God is it's great and this. And there. clearly now years later, he's right back to being where he was he's when I talked there. to him. So that's, he's that's still there. Lovely. And now I would say this. He said interviews that he do with the media, he says he does it on purpose. Just sit right there in the room. We talked about. It. He goes, yeah. He goes, I. He goes, I. I. I just. I'm just hard on the media. That's what I do. I, he goes, I'm not just gonna let them just come in and take advantage of me and run the show. I run the show. I'm Reggie. Uh, he didn't run that phone call. I ran that phone call. By the time it was all said and done, a boy. He wasn't ready for that. I guarantee you, nobody's ever yelled at him like that on the other end of a phone before. Promise you. I was concerned this was over the air. Or no, something. no, no, no. But, but I will tell you, our afternoon show host heard me yelling and screaming, saw me yelling and screaming, and back then we did sports updates. So I would have to come into yeah. the on-air studio to do the sports update, and I was still yeah. kind of shaking. And he goes, Sparky. He's like. We could hear you kind of through the the glass yelling. Who are you just yelling at? I was like, oh, Reggie Jackson. And he was like, you know, he goes, of course you were. (laughs) Why wouldn't you be? Go on with your sports update. Uh, And away we went. So, yeah, legendary stuff back then. Gary, I can't wait to have you back. Uh, You're back in studio Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, flying back in Monday. Are you going to the game Sunday? Uh, I don't think I'm going to go, Steve. It's supposed to be like in the 90s, I hear. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. They, they, they've got right now uh, heat warnings right now. And they say it's unheard of oh for this time of year in California. Goodness. So, you know, we just got out here. We're not, you know, we were going to do like a little beach day yesterday. And we called that off because we, you know, we haven't really been in this kind of weather. And I'm going, eh, let's, let's just skip that. We're not, we're not doing that. I drove home in the snow last night after the show. Same here. 
Drove home in the snow. Couldn't see. Normally, a 20-minute drive took me 40 minutes last night. So, Sorry. enjoy your Sorry. beach day, Gary. Have Sorry. fun. Enjoy yourself in the nice, warm weather. All right, well, well, today we're going to go to SoFi today and check out the stadium. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun. You better not go to right, Disneyland bro. like Leroy, though, because I'm going to No, don't worry line. about that. All right, no. good. All right. All right, buddy. There was Gary uh, earlier today in the Wendy's uh, Big Show. That Reggie Jackson story. Remy Magalov is here. Were you, I mean, you were, were you employed here at that point when all hell broke? You weren't here no, then. that was right before I came here. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking about That's while you were funny, telling that story? Byron Miller was the promotions director, and he had been the promotions director at V100. Yeah. And we both kind of came over here together, and he was texting me last night during the show talking about Leroy getting in and the whole deal mm-hmm. and the whole thing. So that whole Reggie Jackson story came up. You know what I was thinking about while I was hearing he that He thought story? I was talking about Reggie Smooth as Butter Brown. That's what he thought I was yelling about, and yelling I've, at. And, I've heard that story before, but this yeah. just dawned on me now. You you yelled at Reggie Jackson to the point where he was apologizing to you and yeah. telling you to calm, calm down. down, young man. Calm down. This is a man who sat in negotiation rooms with George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. This is a man... <laughs> Who had it out with Billy Martin in right field? I was so in right field I, 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 at okay. Yankee Stadium in I, front of thousands in person and millions around the world well, when he tried to pull him out of the game. Yeah, and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer yelled him down. Sure did to the point where he apologized. Dude, I was so mad. I was yeah because first of all, you have anger management issues, dude. Back then, way worse than I do now. Pull. <laughs> Man, I've calmed down a lot compared to back then. Trust me, you know. Um, like but, when a man who's but, been through battles with Billy Martin and George yeah. Steinbrenner is telling you to calm down, yep. Yep. you need to take a good long look in the mirror, my friend. No, he just uh, he attacked me. He just flat out attacked me. You know I can't talk. You know I'm a part of the Yankees organization. I can't comment on this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, no, I, I actually didn't know. I apologize. And then he starts F-bobbing me and going off on me about all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, that, I'll let you go for a little bit. But he just wouldn't let up. And I was like, that's it. And then finally, I snapped on him. Uh, and then after a couple of minutes of me swearing at him and going off about him, then he then started yelling back at me, calm down, calm down, young fella, calm down, calm down. I'm sorry, calm down. What would you say to a young producer, say an, an Adam Roberts, if you saw him do that to a Reggie Jackson today? Adam, boy. Man, I, I, Adam I, boy. I shudder at the thought of yelling at someone like a Reggie Jackson. You know what, what cracks me up about, just, just quick, what cracks me up about producers today? Well, Every, I can't wait for this. I it, So many guys are so scared to call it. Anybody with any type of name, mm-hmm. any type of name, like, hey, here's Joe Montana's number. Give Joe Montana a call. I, 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 okay. And everybody gets nervous and everybody gets, I don't know, whatever uh, about the whole situation. Nobody wants to do it. It's like, guys, all they're going to say is either A, they're not going to answer the phone because they're not going to recognize the number, mm-hmm. uh, or B, they'll tell you, no, can't do it. Sorry. Or C, I, how'd you get my number? You all right? You'll have to deal with that. But other than that, or they may go, sure. I had Don King on the phone in the limo and got Don King on Peter Brown's show when he was in a limo ride going somewhere. We're talking about Mike Tyson. So I called Don King. I go to Peter. I go, to Peter, I go Don King. Okay, boom, Don King. There he was. I did get, I'd, I'd get nervous when I was a producer and I'd try to book big name guests, especially if it was somebody who I like, you know, grew up watching and sure. was a fan of. You know what I mean? I think that's natural. I think you, you know, you get the, you get the butterflies or whatever. So I'd write out what I was going to say, at least the open to what I was going to say. Makes them. sense. Like, hi, Joe Montana, please. Right. Like, I would literally write that out. I didn't want to be stumbling over my words yep. and sounding like an idiot. So I'd write down, hi, Joe Montana, please. And then I had like a template and I would just change the name. I'd be like, hi, this is Robbie Macklaw from 1250, the fan in Milwaukee. I was wondering if right. you, and I had like the show. It makes it times. a lot easier. Yeah. You just read it. Yeah. Just right. the first few lines. And then whatever happens after, after that, that, if they right. say yes, no, this time, yes. But you've never time. had a person go off on you. Uh, like no, that. not really. No, no. Well, I'll tell you the Reggie's only time special. booking a guest so far, and I've worked here for like, you know, three months, not very yeah, long. Yeah, but you were working, booking guys at ESPN lacrosse, I weren't was, you? Yes. Yeah. The only time here where I've ever, and I've never, you, I've worked with you since I've gotten here. Right. I have never been, uh, 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 I don't think no. I can do that. But the one person when we were on the big show, we booked John Anderson, uh, the sports center anchor. He and I didn't sports center anchor, yeah. And I didn't freak out, but when we got, when I called him, before he came on the air, I did 
have a little, I'm such a big fan of your work. I've been watching you since I was in middle school. It's da, hilarious. Da, 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 da. So it's, that's about it. It's funny. I tell the 15-year-old, hey, John Anderson. Who? Sports center anchor? Yeah, I had no idea who he is. And his teammate gets in the car. I tell him, no idea who he is. I was like, man, y'all don't watch any regular TV anymore. It's just not a thing. Hey, Valentine's will be here. Day will be here on Monday. And the good news is you can still order beautiful flowers for that special someone even this weekend from Lockers Florist. Lockers has been delivering joy since 1911. Can help you stand out and have your love rise above the everyday noise. Visit LockersFlorist.com for some inspirational ideas. I got these gigantic, beautiful flowers sitting in my office right now. They are unbelievable. Call today, 276-7673. 276-7673 for timely delivery or curbside pickup. Then watch the magic happen, baby. Show your love with roses or mixed spring blooms guaranteed to make her smile. Smile from ear to ear or eyes twinkle or pair up the flowers with some chocolates, adorable bears and balloons because she deserves better. Yes, she does. She deserves lockers floors. Now was the time to call them 276-7673-276-7673. Shop locally, love colorfully, lockersflorist.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 